Now, in the last few months, we've spent a lot of time talking about uh, the Hollywood uh, writer's strike and actor's strike. Uh, and what it's done over the last five months uh, is basically stopped all production. Many people have said you're not going to see a lot of new production uh, well into next year. Um, and what has happened is a lot of people have been rewatching older programs. In fact, a survey um, done uh, by YouGov found that two-thirds of Americans, this isn't Canadian, but two-thirds of Americans had watched the same season of a TV show at least twice, and nearly half of respondents said they did so at least three times. We're joined now by our Jerry Mira Judson, because I mentioned this to you, to, to all of you, is that because uh, we were talking earlier today about Comfort TV. Yes. And I love that name, by the way. Yeah, it's it's perfect. It's just like a warm hug. And there's a whole sort of field of study surrounding, of course. I mean, every time human beings do something new, we have to study it. So uh, it's comfort viewing comfort shows. I, too, since I was a child, I've been a serial rewatcher of, of media. So I was really interested in this. And I talked to Dr. Alexandra Gold. She's a licensed psychologist and clinical fellow in psychology at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. And I asked her why we rewatch all of our comfort shows. I think a lot of it goes back to predictability. You know, we're just coming out of the pandemic, which was a time of uncertainty for people. And watching something that you know that you like, that you know the outcome, brings comfort to people. It does something that we call self-soothing, which is something that calms feelings of stress or anxiety. I think also it's not taxing in a cognitive way to watch something that you already know what's going to happen, you know, at the end of a long work day. People might not want to have to learn a whole new show, all the characters, the plot, etc. And then I'd lastly say that I do think that for many people there is something about watching a show that's familiar that might connect back to a positive time in their life. There's that nostalgia piece. Is there, do you think, a generational aspect to this? Or do you think or do you know if maybe Gen Xers or Echo Boomers are also into the comfort shows? Or is this more of a newer generation phenomenon? You know, I don't think there's specific research on this that I'm aware of. But I do think a lot of people enjoy the comfort show watching. I think that streaming has made watching shows in a binge-watching format more accessible to people where it doesn't have to just be on TV for them to watch it or for them to like buy a DVD set. It's something that they can subscribe and get all their favorite shows. Would you say like there are benefits to doing this, to doing this self-soothing sometimes? And would you say that there are detriments to doing this self-soothing sometimes? Absolutely. So let's start with, with the benefits. So there's actually some research that shows that watching some of these shows where you really connect with the show in some way, it actually can help with loneliness. Sometimes people form relationships of sorts, not real relationships, but connections with the characters where they either relate to them or empathize with them in some way. Uh, I think that the negative can be if it's something that you're watching to either procrastinate to, to avoid mm -hmm. something or to manage ongoing depression or low mood. People might just have the show on, but it's not like an intentional watching of it. It's something that's in the background and it's, it's not something they actually are necessarily that interested in. So asking yourself, why am I watching this? Is this an intentional activity or am I doing it to avoid some negative feelings I'm experiencing? If it feels like watching a show is checking off those boxes I was mentioning about feeling depressed or feeling anxious, you know, that could be a time for someone to notice those feelings and the sh watching the show as being a way of treating that and maybe talking to, to a therapist or just opening up to friends or, or family about it and trying to schedule if it's like, you know, watching a show to avoid 
social interaction or in replacement of that, maybe try to schedule real life activities outside of, you know, watching a show at home to, to get out there and, and live outside of just that. On a personal note, what is your comfort show or comfort shows if you have any? Yes. Um, well, one of mine, I would say, is Gilmore Girls. Have you seen this show? Oh, my God. No, but I'm super aware of it. I keep meaning to watch it. So Gilmore Girls for you, hey? Yes, definitely. It's funny because I'm from Massachusetts, so I grew up in New England, and there's something really New England about the show. So getting back to that relatability piece, I think there's that aspect where, you know, connecting with the environment and getting to know the characters, you feel really invested in them because you can relate to them in some way. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I was speaking to Chris Galas mm-hmm. and uh, during uh, the Daily Debrief, and he was saying for him and his wife, it's Home and Garden TV. For sure. That's what's on a lot of the time for my mom as well. It's just HDTV I shows. Know. You can just sink an afternoon. I would trash that network over and over <laughs> again. And then we went then through a random, yeah, random like eight, nine years ago. Oh. And I started watching a little bit. And now that is... That's Great what's comfort on. comfort TV. I oh, get. it's good. And you know what the funny part is? You can PVR a show, mm-hmm. watch the first segment, and then just fast forward to the end with the reveal, Exa- right? You are literally but, the same person as my mom. Yeah, and yet you still <laughs> sit through it. You know what's going to oh, happen. Or some This Old House. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I could sink days of my life into This no, Old House. And it's just like, there's what was the one that I saw where celebrities who, of course, can afford to buy whatever they want, mm. but they get homes built or rent. No, they, they had their assistants or oh, whoever they love. Yes. And then they rent the homes. Oh, and yeah. Like, why do I need to, you know, waste an hour of my life? Cause Gwyneth Paltrow. I gotta is, know what her house looks like. Is helping to rent her assistant's home or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Got to. It's just so sad. You can't, <laughs> I can't respect myself. <laughs> when I watch it, but it's, like, but it's comforting. Oh, I gotta, I'm not going anywhere. No, I gotta see the reveal. It makes me feel good. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And what, what, what about movies? Is there comfort movies? Um, I, I've floated this on Twitter and some people did offer comfort movies. I saw someone likes to watch Godzilla movies as comfort movies. Yeah. Um, someone likes to watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world as a comfort film. Mine okay. or the Lord of the Rings trilogy. What are your comfort movies? Star Wars. The whole Star trilogy. Wars. I can always go back to it. Yeah, all of it. I can do that. I love Mission Impossible. I think with espionage. Yeah. So even if I've seen <laughs> the movies a thousand times, I've just, it's on all. You gotta when watch. I watch it. You know, you of course get it on streaming, but if it happens to be on a It's something a special catching network. the movie that you exactly. like. Yes. Exactly.